Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have conversations about faith, culture, and society. This is your host, Chris Fuller. And this is Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, we will be discussing, is baptism essential? Uh, Mark, I think it is, but I guess I don't really know. Do Let's you? find out. Let's dunk that Oreo. <laughs> Let's go. Fuller, What's how up, do you buddy? like your Oreos dunked? Do you like them sprinkled or do you like them dunked? So I like them dunked, but I hold the cookie in there and let it soften. Yes. Up. Okay, so. And then you drink the milk afterwards and it's kind of like chocolate milk, so it's wonderful. So we're not even into the question of the box category yet, but we're going to have a question. What's your Oreo milk recipe? Like, like, how do you do it? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I have a very specific mug that I use. It has to be double stuff and it has to be whole milk. Well, it's got to be whole milk and double stuff. Whole I, milk I and double stuff. It's got to be a wide mouth glass because I got big hands, so that's got to fit. Oh, I spoon it, dude. I pop oh, it in. Really? I use a spoon. I squish it down with a spoon so it stays under for a little bit, and oh, then I scoop no. it and then eat it. No, I don't do that. I do the whole hand. Nah, the nah. Because then you get it on your on your fingers and you lick it off. Oh, oh that's wonderful. Either way, welcome back to RTC, hey, people. Hey, what's going on, guys? I wonder, hopefully, uh, actually, I'm curious how these people take their Oreos and milk. Yeah, you know? Reach out to us. Let us know. I'm really curious now. What's if you guys your dunking? Do- to Oreo ratio. Yep. Mine is like five seconds. Yeah, mine's probably around 10. Gotta oh, hold it. It's got to get nice and soft. Yours like falls in so, half almost, yes. doesn't it? <laughs> Here's another question that I, I, so I love golden Oreos. Okay. Not with, uh, with milk there, I, but I, do you like golden Oreos or do yeah. you want the OG? I mean, I want the double OG stuff. double stuff. That's, that's the way to go. That is the way to go. Janil tried this Oreo. It was the coffee flavored Oreo. I haven't had it that one. It was disgusting. I've had birthday cake. That's Ugh. pretty dope. Birthday cake, cake is bad. pretty dope. But the 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 mocha, I think it's like a mocha cookie or mocha coffee or whatever the heck. It's horrible. I was like, this is gross. You can have these. Types uh, of Oreos. Uh-oh, here we go. We got the whole, there's a whole stinky, oh, there's a s'mores. That I've never that had the s'mores. Good. That sounds really good. Lemon. I love lemon Oreos. The, see, I'm not a big artificial lemon I flavor guy. Lemon. I like natural lemon flavor, but not artificial. Uh, Dude. Brookio brownie. And original cookie. and cookie dough cream. Hmm. Okay, chocolate hazelnut Java Java chip is that the one? Yeah, that's it. Oh, dude, that's horrible tasting. See, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Okay, birthday cake. I love me some birthday yeah, cake. Yeah, but here's a question cake. that I think will separate our friendship. We we might have to break up over this one. <laughs> All right, here we do go. Do you like mint Oreos? Eh, not really. You don't like I them either. Hate, All right, I do not like <laughs> mint. Mint blizzards from Dairy Queen? Nope. Mm-mm. Every once in a while, I could do a mint blizzard. But... Do you like Andy's mints though, <laughs> or not even Andy's mints? Eh, they're See, okay. I don't either. I hate them. They're I okay. Hate them. They're okay every once in a while. Now I'm, I'm like birthday cake ice cream dough, bro, or like the when uh, in the winter time when they get the Snickerdoodle cookie dough blizzard. Oh, oh. that kid gets happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, welcome back to this week's episode, my yeah, dude, buddy. So. I mean, what's been going on? What's new We've, in your life? Uh, you got a huge monster van. Yeah, now. I pulled up to church today in a 15 passenger with extended trunk space, with extended roof, so Fuller can stand up in my van. The bro is driving a church van. Yeah, this van's For a, youth, family. It's a youth pastor's <laughs> dream. But I drove this all by myself today. Because uh, my mom needed the minivan, so because she, she was taking some of the kids out for for uh, dinner. Yeah. Actually, they're going they're so going to Dairy many, Queen. How many weird looks did you have so driving many. down in a fifteen so passenger van by yourself, dude, and, and, on a Friday? And I mean, I'm not <laughs> making statements, but it's like I don't mind getting looked at 
Especially when the looks are like jaw open, like, what is this behemoth? Like, we actually had to go find a car wash for our cart to fit in today. And then they were out of soap. They were out of soap. Yeah, if you follow our Instagram or our Facebook, you could probably see some of the stories. It was awful. I think think it was on there, right? Uh, It's on Best Stories. If you go to, to, uh, oh, here's a little plug. (gasps) Uh, Tribe of Hyde at Instagram. You can follow Best. She's private right now, so you actually have to request the follower. But yeah. she she accepts everybody. So, but yeah, we we got so much updates that she's kicking out over there. All she's doing some really time. cool things. She's actually partnered with a uh, a ministry, a nonprofit called uh, I think it's like Little Neighbors. And basically, down in Paraguay, once a kid gets in, like they're they're either um, they're orphans or whatever, for some reason, legally down there, they can never get adopted. Oh wow! And foster care doesn't like you're literally in the system. Like, like you can foster, but you can never adopt. So these kids hmm. are literally. They're homeless and they're familyless and that's, they have no rights horrible. to anything. Right. And so this this couple that um, Beth has been connected with for a long time, um, Beth is starting to partner with them and try to help them do some things and hopefully start raising money for for that ministry as well. Right. So that way they are they're literally teaching the government how to change their legitimate laws. That's crazy. And they, if you ask them why, they're like, because Jesus tells us to look after widows and orphans and their distress. So obviously there's still there's a lot of big needs here in America, but right. down in Paraguay, there literally are orphans everywhere, and they have nowhere to go. So, um, yeah, but there's been a lot of cool stuff in that regard happening with the family, bro. But it's, yeah, I got the big old 15, like, it's a, a bus. Elliot saw it today for the first time, and he's like, whoa, dad, that's huge. Like, his voice had he's like, that's huge. And he goes, it's like a bus. <laughs> it's like, it is, it a, is bus. a bus, bro. <laughs> my mom actually said I might have to get, like, a, <laughs> like a special endorsement for my <laughs> insurance because it's so big. Wow. So, yep, that's it, dude. And how's life with the Fuller household? Just busy, busy. Baby number four yet? No. 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 I keep asking. I keep asking, guys, and nothing happened. You're going to have baby number 12 yet or what? 12. It would be eight. Yeah, you need more. Who who thinks here, let us know, who thinks that that Beth and Mark can do the uh, cheaper by the dozen? Get them stimmies. Look. You got the 15-passenger van already. But here's the deal. You already got the room. But check this out, right? RTC can go on the road with my family and your family and still have room for all of our luggage. That's true. Like, legitimately. There is room for all of us. We'd have one extra seat still. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Tink can come with us. There you go. We can bring your puppies with you. But, but, oh, so, but yeah, man. so literally, though, dude, we can take you and your whole family and me and my whole family and go down to, like, Chicago or Indy. No, no I'm, questions I'm not going to lie. When you pulled up today, I just, like, just put my hand on my face, and I shook my head, and I'm like, oh, Mark. <laughs> we roll in in the big oh, Mark. van. But how's life with you, man, with Good, the man. move? You guys all uh, moved in yet? Uh, not yet. No. Not yet. Come on. Still, still got some time to wait, but that's all right. No problem. Actually, by the time this is there, by the time you all are listening, we may we may be close. But it's been months. You guys have been looking for. Or you guys have been out of your house for. We've been out of my house since October, like the old house, and then we sold wow. it in February. Closed in March, so yeah. And right now, time of recording, we're in May. It's been a while, but yeah, we're, we're doing good, man. Doing I love good. it. Well, you're ready for me to find out a little bit more about you. Let's, let's grow closer. For those who are new listeners, which I've apparently we have new listeners every week because what? you guys are sharing them like crazy. Sweet. You're actually commenting on Instagram. The, awesome. That conversation from like a month ago about um, uh, should we fight to get God back into the public yes. school system? Y'all were commenting on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. Y'all were sharing it. So you, keep it up, people. But going. if you're new to RTC and you're like, did I just listen to Live with Regis and Kelly? Yeah. Well, oh, Ryan and Ryan Kelly. And yeah. Kelly. You listen to a, a better looking 
more Jesus-filled version of that at the beginning with banter. But Come and see. We want you guys to get to know us a little better. Definitely. So we have a question in the box that we do every single week. Let's do it. So you ready for your question? I'm ready. This is a simple one. Okay. Before making a telephone call, do you rehearse what you're going to say? No. Really? I, I wing everything. But like, you're but you're not an in, you're or you're not an extrovert either though. No, right? I'm an introvert, but I don't plan it. Seriously, I just I just dial up and call. I'm a wing it guy. So if someone calls you, I'm a wing it introvert. But but you're also an old soul. We haven't called you a boomer in a while. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely like, a boomer. You're, you love the phone call, although you're starting to get there yourself, there, Mister Fifteen Passenger Van with gray in my beard. You know. <laughs> but so okay, but if someone calls you, yep. do you have to, do you look at it for a split second? And go. Oh, do I really want to? So go? here's the thing. Uh-oh. If it's my confession, if it's time. my family, like like your brother if or it's, your mom, if it's my family or if it's like you, I don't, when do I call? I would answer. What I'm saying, if it was that's you, true, that's I, true. I would answer. Anybody else, I screen and I let it go to voicemail mm-hmm. and I listen to what they want and then I call back when you're ready. No offense to anybody that calls me, but that's what I do. I did that to Pastor Scott yesterday. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Scott. So I'm like, I don't know what the conversation's going to be. And I don't got time for it. So, yeah, I will I will pick up if it's Beth or my mom or you yep. or Devin. Right. Like that's that's about Small it. Small group. People. A very tight group. Or if it's like. So you, do you rehearse? Uh, Yeah. You do? Yeah. Sometimes I type out my, my bullet points of exactly what I'm going to talk about. But but right now, because of work. Which is crazy now, I, because okay, you're, okay. you're such an extrovert. Yes, I, 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 I am an extrovert. But I'm also ADHD extrovert. So if I... So, you, okay. You are, but that's not a bad thing. Oh, so here's the fun thing. It's if, not a bad If thing. I don't know the number and it's a South Bend number, now I pick up every time because of work. So there's that too. So I have to yeah. do that. But oh, if I'm going to make a phone call, do you and like, it's like I need to make sure I go, I got quick little, like on a little, like literally at a little scratch pad, I have like three little notes of, I need to hit talk about these three things. But do you like, when you pick up like a random call, do you be like, hi, this is Mark Hyde of Hyde Creations. How can I help you? Or do you like Mark, Mark Hyde creative? Is that what it's it is? Mark Hyde creative. I can't LLC. No, I just go, um, this is Mark. I just go, hello, it's Mark. Oh, that's it. Just hello. This is Mark. Yeah. I do the same thing. If it's a number, I don't know. It's like. Hi, this is Chris. How can I help you? Yep, that's it. Just <laughs> yep. So, but yes, I I will rehearse the phone call and make sure I know what tone I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to say. Uh, but if it's but if I'm just making like a like a whatever phone, if I'm just calling you or I'm just calling you know Devin or, right. or Beth, and it's just like a quick little phone call, I don't rehearse that. But if it's like a yeah, I'm about to have a phone call. I gotta take a minute. I do the the the, the before neck we, crack. I do the neck crack before we even do every episode. Right. And so yeah, yeah, I rehearse because I don't want to mess it up. Especially Sorry. how I say hello. I don't want to mess that up. The hello? I miss hello. It's see this is it's what happens. Me. This is what happens when you grow up watching romantic comedies. You had me at hello. You never seen Jerry Maguire? No? Oh, I know what you're oh, talking about, but bro. no. Bro. I know Back to the Future, but not Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire was that was the stuff, man. Goodness. Well, dude, tell us about the coffee we're drinking tonight. So tonight is a fuller roasted blue pine. Wait, 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 wait. You roasted this? I did. I didn't. Oh, I didn't make that connection that you roasted this. So are you officially back to roasting again, no. or is this just on the stovetop? This was the stove. Because we got top. some listeners that are awaiting. No, this was the stovetop. It was not the. The actual the, roaster. The, the this roast. was because you and Janiel needed some this coffee. This is. This is. I need. <laughs> I'm tired of drinking. Listen, okay. Been living with my in-laws for a long time, and I love them, but but we we drink like Aldi coffee, and I'm just I can't anymore. It's like I I can't do it. I so gotta, you just grab your green beans and you just had to do it. 
Yeah, I just had to. But it's nothing like full production again. So, no. so, um, so, so what is this again? It says this Haitian? Is, this is Blue Pine Haitian. Blue Pine Haitian. What's the difference between Blue Pine and... Is it uh, just it's, what it's, called? Uh, it's the region it comes from, okay, from Haiti. Okay, okay. Um, and it's a definite light roast. But as it's cooled up... It's cool. It's way better. It, when it was hot, it, I didn't taste a thing. It well, was just hot. That's because you were like, oh, my tongue. And then you had to run and grab water. Yeah, but, I was a, a wuss. You know, I was a wuss. It's all right. It's but okay. it's really good. But it is good. It's it's, uh, it's very light bodied. It is. I like it. It's very smooth. It's very smooth. It it do, um, I don't feel like I have like you know it's not a velvety. It's not no, like a it's mouthful. Not velvety. It's not the mouthful. But lately it is we've smooth. been drinking velvety coffee. Yeah, very much so. But this is very light and airy almost, and it doesn't leave. But it's not empty. It's it doesn't empty. leave an aftertaste either. Like you know how those mouth filling velvet ones leave like an aftertaste. And that or, film on your teeth. Yeah. And yeah. This one, not so much. No, so. this is one of them. I would say this is, this is a summer coffee. Yeah. This is where you don't like want to feel like bloated and filled up. You just want to just like, Oh, I just want a cup of coffee. And this is what you would drink. I would say this would be, uh, you're playing games. So you're playing some Euchre. Oh, there you go. Or playing some hand and foot. Do you play hand and foot? I just learned hand and foot. I dominated Beth in the first time I ever finished but around. I went garage sailing today, and I had a big old mug of this while I was dri- driving around. Like, this is, this like, is, this is, this is, this is, I'm playing a game, and we're just yeah. sipping. We're just sipping yeah. at 10 o'clock at night, because for some reason, we want to play games and sip on coffee on vacation at 10 o'clock at night. Why not? <laughs> so that's, 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 this, this is sipping coffee. It, it is a sipping coffee. This is a sipping coffee. Well, dude, thanks for brosing this for us, oh, my no guy. Problem, I didn't realize this was you. Oh, this was me. Well, this, you nailed it, my friend. This was me, bro. Sorry. Sorry if you don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to drink it because it's good. But, hey, so I would say we got a review to read, but I think we're fresh out of reviews. I think And I are. do need first thing to say we've been – I mean, we always say we're busy. That's not an excuse anymore. Come on. It's not an excuse. But I mean, we're always busy, so. It's more of it sometimes true, we don't always write down what reviews we've done and which ones we haven't done. So if we have not read your review on the podcast, let, let us, us know. know. Sorry. The mini swag bags we sent them out. They got kicked back because I used to be able to sneak the 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 pins. But we got into new pins. the mail. Well, the, well, I, I had some old ones. I found a like oh, a ha- I found a handful, and Beth still has her pins from when I sent them to her back from episode thirty nine. But Long I used to be ago. able to sneak those in the mail. Right. And I don't know if it's my care. Oh no, it got all the way to Fort Wayne. They shipped it back. I used to be able to sneak pins into normal mail for that forty cents, and they're like, "Nope, you got to pay the full price now." Bam! So it got returned to sender really speaking late. Speaking of so episodes, I'm sorry. Speaking I'm of sorry. episodes and mini swag bags, do you know? Like we're a couple episodes away from episode one hundred. Woo! Do we? I I, I should have been prepped for a sound, but you, I don't. You should have. But I kind of. Do we even have in a sound? Uh, there, oh yeah. Ooh-hoo. But dude, we're almost at episode one hundred. We've been doing this for well almost two years. I mean, technically, if if we go back to the bonus episodes, we're over a hundred right now. But yeah. But because we're going by the numbering system, we're not, and so. We are uh, so close to episode 100, my friend. We don't quite know what we're going to do yet for episode 100, but stay tuned because we are going to do something special. There will be some sort of giveaway you know for what? episode 100. You know, we, we have some cool ideas kicking out. We do. We do. I like Maybe them. our Maybe our friends could tell us some other good maybe, ideas maybe that we yeah, could Yeah, do. what would you guys like to see as some free giveaways? Personally, I think we need to have a Wives Tell All episode. Ooh. We need to have a Wives Ooh. episode. Maybe not Wives <laughs> Only because then we get in trouble. But I feel like we need to have a show where it's you, me, Beth, and Janiel, and That'd we talk about something. A very specific topic. We haven't had guests on in a while. That'd be that'd be a good time. No, nope, some, some, some are falling through the cracks. Some are like, oh, I can't record when you guys are recording. We have had some reach out to us and want to collab, and, and we'll, we're working on we'll it. We're working on it. But uh, we're not quite there yet. I think the last time we had somebody on was Pastor, Pastor Matt, Matt, and that was amazing. That was a good episode. So Yeah, that was one where, I mean, honestly, it's not... 
it wasn't a big conversation like homosexuality or transgender yeah. or kicking God out of the public schools. But that's right. one where if you're if you're a Christian and you're I don't want to say struggling with your faith, but if you're more just kind of down, like you're in the blue a little bit. That's going to encourage the snot out of you. Yeah. It really is. Like just going to bless your socks off. Just, just hearing Pastor Matt talk about, here's what our church is doing to love people with Jesus, and here's why Jesus loves you. I right. mean, it was it was, it a, was a real good episode, so. talk. But we got no reviews to read tonight. We're so. planning episode 100. Maybe we can get the wise on the show. Maybe. But tonight, we're talking about not just Dunkin' Oreos, but Dunkin' People. Dunk. Not, hey, not, nice. Why? That's a good you question. Like you yeah, like that? You like that? Okay. Do you know Froggy Fresh from YouTube? OG, like, why is James crying? Because he just got dunked on. I ain't even lying. Because he just. It's like OG YouTube. Come on, Boomer. That's OG YouTube. I was in like junior high when that crap came out. If someone hit me up with Froggy Fresh, some people out he there feels, know who Froggy Fresh is. It feels a little awkward because of the silence right now. <laughs> That's all good. But either way, we're not talking about Dunkin' Ore. We're talking about Dunkin' people. So lead us off, bro. We, let's get into we this. We are. Well, you know. It's only I, been 17 minutes, so let's do it. Hold. Sorry. <laughs> we love you guys. Sorry for those who hate us right now. Uh, <laughs> we love you, too. We, we love you. Uh, so we haven't done one. I haven't done, uh, uh, like, started off with a quote in a long time. Nope. So I it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Who better to start off with than the man himself, the reformer, Martin Luther? Oh, you mean Jesus? Oh, wait. The reformer, oh. Martin Luther. <laughs> he said no one, that one, no one better, so I figured it was going to be Jesus. But Well, okay. I mean, he kind of worked through Martin Luther. But it, so. Anyways, he said, uh, thus, we must regard baptism and put it to use in such a way that we may draw strength and comfort from it when our sins or conscience oppress us and say, but I am baptized, and if I am, have been baptized, I have the promise that I shall be saved and have eternal life both in soul and body. So we're going to start off with this whole thing of, I mean, we're talking, is baptism actually essential? Um, and, and before we get in, let me ask you, what do you mean by essential? Because we, so we even talked about this before the episode of like, did. okay, how, like, what does the word essential mean? So you know? essential to salvation okay. is more or less what we're talking about of... Um, well, we'll get like, into Do you need it. to be baptized to be saved? Like, well, is that, are, yeah, are we yeah. talking about the whole thing? Well, like, well, is it essential to the Christian life? Um, yes, yes, and all. We're going to kind of cover a, a broad We're going to broad brush it. We're going to talk about baptism. That's what we're going to talk about. We talk about communion. <laughs> we we call it the communion, so might we as well did. do the other ordinance. Yep, exactly. So, um, I mean, first we need to start off asking the question of when was baptism kind of first mentioned? Like in the Bible, right? Like, like scripture wise, right. right? Well, obviously, before the Bible, there was. And no mention of baptism because there just wasn't. <laughs> it's was a Jewish thing, right? Um, but yeah, it started off. Um, actually, you can find the first hints of it in uh, Leviticus 15, um, and it's more or less they're talking about immersion. You know, immersing somebody, right? Yep, Duncan. Dunkin' Donuts. Um, Dunkin <laughs> immersion Donuts. was a big part of Israel's history, stemming back to Leviticus 15 when it was considered um, a ritual cleansing. So if you go back and read Leviticus, which uh, if you haven't, I recommend it, um, you'll learn a lot. But It might uh, be a little rough, might be a little confusing, you know, it's, but all Scripture it's, is profitable. But it, <laughs> it, it is inspiring to see to what extent God requires um, for a perfected state, right? Yeah. And it, and it helps us realize what Christ really did for us because there's no way we could obtain that, mm -hmm. right? So, um, But a ritual cleansing, you know, there, you know, if you got sick, you know, leprosy, different things. Um, 
that time of the month for ladies. You had to go through a ritual cleansing immersion and all this stuff. I mean, just if you touched a dead animal, right? I mean, dead animal, you things. ate something you weren't supposed to. I mean, they're just which you came killed up somebody, in Jesus' you, you killed an animal. I mean, yeah. So because like Jesus and his disciples, they were like, you know, why, Jesus, why don't you have your disciples wash their hands because they're dirty? Like, right. ritual cleansing is a big deal in the Jewish. It's customs. huge. It's huge, and it's been since the beginning of Israel. I mean, it's since God brought them together as a nation mm-hmm. on Mount Sinai. I mean, he did before with Abraham and his sons and the 12 tribes and all that, but he brought them together and solidified them as the nation of Israel at Mount Sinai when he gave his commandments down. Um, so it, it's, it's been with the history of Israel from the beginning, from mm-hmm. when they came out of Egypt. Um, Yotanan Elder says in an article on the Torah.com, um, which is a Jewish website, obviously. Uh, for over two millennia, Jews have been practicing tavila, immersion of the entire body in water for the purpose of remo- removing ritual impurities. Although the Torah includes numerous injunctions to wash with water in order to remove various types of ritual impurity, invariably the verb used to prescribe such purification, uh, I can't even say it, Say it for me. That was cute. Purification? No, it's not purification. It's purificatory. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that Perficatory. There you go. Perficatory. Thank you. Cleansing is the nonspecific rashas. So rashas is the uh, Hebrew word for uh, uh, basically what we would call immersion. Um, whereas in the New Testament Greek, in the Koine Greek, it is baptizo. Baptismo? Baptizo. That's baptizo. There. Baptizo, whatever you want to call yep. it. And, yeah, and it so, emergent. And I, I do want to say also, this because, yeah, you know, before we get in, um, the it's interesting for me to read this. This is just kind of off the cuff where, you know, the purpose was removing ritual impurity back in the Jewish culture. Right. And before we even start, I want to make sure we do a separation distinctive between the Protestant and the Catholic belief. Because the Catholic version of baptism... I knew you were going to go down this rabbit trail. I've been studying a lot. I told Janine, I said, watch, he's going to go down this rabbit trail right here. Yep, because the Catholic Church believes, and and people might not fully get it, but this is Catholic dogma, is the baptism for a infant washes away original sin. Right, original. Original. In other words, when you're born... We all believe that when we're born, we're born sinners. Right. But the Catholics are like, you well, can't get to know Jesus. You can't follow Jesus. You can't the, be purified until your they original also believe, sin has been and it's washed not even, away. It's not even, it's the mode also of sprinkling. They believe sprinkling is what it's about, yep. is baptizo. Right. When it's not, it's, it's dunk. It, it actually, yeah, it means full body submersion. Dunk that, bro. Um, right. So, but with this, it's, it's the idea of the fact of, you know, so much of the Catholic dogma is based off of the Old Testament Levitical system in terms of how worship went in the correct the, gla- the that, that's why Catholic churches are so but it's not just Catholic churches huge. Lutheran churches Lutheran are churches, the same way uh, Protestant or they, not, they, um, they believe in the reform and the poor yeah. the pour over mm-hmm. mode we love pour overs bowling when it's about coffee <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so but but with this you know it, it's just interesting to me to think about the the original was ritual impurity which we'll talk about because that does it, it, there's a reason for of, it. It's basically yes. it's, I once was this, but I'm now in well, this. Well, you know? we're gonna. Yeah. It made you clean, and so it's symbolized. Well, we'll we're talking. We'll we're, we're talking about the essential. What, what right. is the reason for? So that's want to make a, sure we make the distinction between Catholic and Protestant as a whole, where we're not talking about baptism of races original sin. Yeah. Well, there is original sin though. Well, there is, but it doesn't. And it does erase it away. It does. It does wash original sin away, but not to the extent where. Our, Catholics believe. Oh, we gonna get into this. <laughs> All right, let's keep going though, it, my it dude. It does, but it, yes. Anyways, so but but long story short, baptism is or, or a version of baptism has been around 
for but, a butt long time in the Old Testament. All right, so I'm just making sure because two thousand years. Pause. Pause me. <laughs> Getting ahead of yourself here, man. We're starting all slow. I love this conversation. Okay, we'll ease in. I'll let you ease this in, boss. All right. So basically, we're talking about when we're going back to immersion, the yep. Old Testament. We're talking. Leviticus, like 15, 5 through 8, and 10 through 11, and all that. So, New Testament, where's the first place we see it in the New Testament? Well, obviously, John the Baptizer, mm-hmm. Mark 1, 4 through 5, where it says, John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by, the, by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, I just want to make a note here that this baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins was happening prior to the ministry of Christ. Mm-hmm. Prior. Prior to the ministry of Christ. In fact, Jesus was baptized. But right? it's it's an important part, right? So we mm-hmm. see that the, 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 I call it a spillover, the spillover of the Old Testament into the New, okay. uh, where they're still doing the purification process, almost like a ritual cleanse, but it was a ritual cleanse for the repentance of sin. And the forgiveness of sin. Right. So, um, obviously, this is kind of the in-between um, the, the covenants. Because Jesus right? is here, but he hasn't set up the, his church. Well, he yet. hasn't. So, there's there's two covenants, but you can see kind of the glimmer of the new covenant that God creates with man and a glimmer of the old covenant mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, it's, it's very fascinating to me because, well, it's just cool. It's like... This little small window of the in-between. It's the convergence. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, so we see we see Old Testament, we see beginning of New Testament um, prior to Christ's ministry that uh, bap- baptism, immersion, we'll call it immersion, mm-hmm. um, because that's what being baptized and immersion, they kind of coexist together, or they should. <laughs> um but why, why as Christians do we go, oh, we got to be baptized after we've been saved? Like, why? Like, where did that come from? Well, it comes from Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Which is where the Great Je- Commission. Jesus commanded it, which it always cracks me up. Again, I mentioned this in another episode, but it cracks me up again where we're like, well, they were only speaking to the disciples. The Great Commission was only for the disciples. And it's like, huh? What? Nope. So he says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Oh, wait, wait. He's telling them, teaching them to all he has commanded to the disciples, right? So mm-hmm. that means the disciples should teach everything that Jesus commanded, and Jesus commanded to go forth and make all AKA disciples the of all New nations. Testament. So, no, well, I just... And this, this is going back to those people who say, well, that was just for the disciples. But it says right here, so Christ just commanded this to the disciples, and they're supposed to teach them everything he's commanded. Right, so, and teachers make teachers, and you multiply. So, therefore, yep. they're supposed to teach the Great Commission and baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Hmm, interesting. So this is where the question comes in, though, is... Is baptism required for salvation for church? Like, you know, in the baptismal church membership? Because right here, I mean, I, I've heard some really, really great sermons. I've read some great right. books on these few verses alone. Because right. it talks about, you know, what's 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 our role as Christians? It says it's, we're called to first go, mm-hmm. and then we make disciples. 
And then we baptize, like we or baptizing that. So we make disciples, but part of making disciples is because it says, you know, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and then teach. We're going to get into it. Slow down. See, but you go too slow, boss. I'm like, bro, let's go, bro. It's called building. <laughs> you got to build upon <laughs> things. All right. All right. Build it, my friend. All you right. keep building. I'll get my coffee. This is good. This is really good <laughs> stuff, man. So let's talk about a few other scriptures. All right. So there, there's, there's a couple of Acts 19, one through seven, and it happens while... The Apollos was uh, while Apollos was at Corinth. Paul was passing through the inland country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples, and he said to them, uh, "Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed?" And they said, "No, we have not heard uh, that there is a Holy Spirit." And he said, "Into what were you baptized?" Then they they said, "Into John's baptism." John so, John the Baptist. John the Baptist, right? Yep. To, so here's where we start seeing the separation of the baptism of what was going on. Prior, and this is where I wanted to build. So into. Jesus recognized it, so but separated. Well, it. so this is Paul. Yeah, so this is Paul. So they've been baptized into John's baptize baptism. I'm sorry, Paul. And, yeah, and Paul said John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then Paul had laid his hands on them. The Holy Spirit came on them, and they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. There were about 12 men in all. A couple things I want to point out here. One, you could tell, again, like we talked about with the gifts. The spiritual gifts. Yep. The spiritual gifts of the, the tongues and prophesying was a sign during the um, New Testament era of when the Holy Spirit had actually um, indwelled the people that were saved, like we saw with Cornelius and his household, mm-hmm. um, which is when Peter said, well, how can we deny these Gentiles that they're not saved when the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that's in us is in them? The other interesting thing is that these men that that Paul came across, there was 12 of them in all. Isn't that funny how there's 12 nations of Israel, Jesus picked 12 disciples, mm-hmm. and there's 12 disciples of John. Mm-hmm. 12 is an important very, number. Very important number. So I, if you haven't studied that, I would suggest you go and study that. Anyways, let's move on. Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. So there's not 18 different baptisms. There's not there's three one. different modes of baptism, there's of one. sprinkling, uh, immersion, or pour over. There's one. There's one baptism. Which There's not a baptism of salvation and then a baptism of the Holy Spirit, like charismatics, baptism. like charismatics believe. There's one baptism. Colossians 2, 11 through 14. In him also you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you who were created in the trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us of all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt, that stood against us with its illegal demands. He is set aside, nailing it to the cross. So this is an interesting scripture here where it talks about the, uh, you know, back during the time of the New Testament, there was the, well, if you were um, part of the nation of Israel, you were circumcised, right? Well, this is talking about a circumcision of the heart done through baptism, right? This mm-hmm. is, we're buried with Christ and raised anew. And, we, and typically you find most churches when they do a baptism, at least in the Baptist community, um, 
we say that we say you're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Son and Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, and you're when you're right, you're, you're buried in the likeness of His right. death and raised the likeness of His resurrection. Exactly. So there you go. So there you go. And, uh, so, and that's where this comes from. It comes from this passage right here, the Colossians 11 through 14. Right, and so right here, it's proof that baptism itself is extremely important. and Very important. And, you know, there's even one verse that this one popped in my head, you know, where it talks about um, Paul in the when he, when he baptized the, uh, the, the Ephesian jailer. Right. And it says in um, they, the jailer fell down before Paul and Silas, and he's like, what must I do to be saved? And then Paul said... Believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. And then it says immediately they were baptized. Right. So where did that come from, though? Where, where did Paul get that from? It comes from John 3, 4 through 8. Okay. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be, uh, be born when he is old, right? Re- be reborn. Mm-hmm. Can he enter a, a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus. Which, let's, let's just not picture that, because that sounds kind of painful. Nope. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, right? Not just water, not just spirit, but water and spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. So right there, we're talking about, there's a there's a, there's, it's very specific that we need to be born of water and of spirit, right? It's a spiritual rebirth. Right. It's kind of what we, what we see in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ties back in with the Colossians 2 passage. I guess really this it's the same with when the Apostle Paul said, you know, behold, I've become new. You are a new creation. The old right. has gone away. Right. Exactly. And so with, with Jesus even saying the fact of, okay, so when we're talking about is salvation or baptism for salvation, Jesus was like, well... How do you follow? How do you enter the kingdom of God? Well, you're born of spirit, you're right? Renewed. You're new. So you're made new. Then we ask, okay, well, is isn't that kind of works, right? So that's salvation by work because you have to do something, right? I thought it was a free gift. And I mean, we even and seen if we, James where we talk about like you know work or work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Well, and, and so we look at like Luke twenty three thirty nine through forty three, where the thief on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And it says one of the criminals uh, who were hanging. Rally, uh, railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation. And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And G- he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So this is where the confusion comes in, right? So we see... In John, we see, okay, you got to be born of water and spirit. We see that in Colossians. We see that in these other passages we've been studying. But then we see the thief on the cross who he didn't even have time to be baptized. So is baptism necessary for salvation? Um, is it a work? I mean, these are some of the questions we have to ask ourselves. Well, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 a- answers the question whether it's a work or not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is a gift from God. There's nothing we can do. Being baptized does not save us. Um, not a result of works so that no man, no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Um. So basically, the way I want to tie this, I'm going to kind of bring it all together here. Okay, yeah, bring it in. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up some other verses. I'm going to bring too. it in here. Um, justification is free, right? It's a free gift. We see this in Ephesians 2. Um, 
were saved through by grace through faith and justified. Just to make sure justified. we remember it is the fact of you were declared innocent right. before God, declared righteous, declared righteous, declared righteous. Christ paid the penalty. Now through Christ, not in ourselves, but through Christ, we are declared righteous before the Father. Okay. So no baptism. You do not have to be baptized to be justified, but, and here's the big but, it is a command from Christ to go forth and be baptized, right? We looked at that in Matthew, Matthew 28. So being baptized is the first step in the sanctification process, right? Mm -hmm. That process, that, that obedience factor where we start to obey. And, and in that, um, some people have that opportunity and others don't. We see the thief on the cross did not have that opportunity to follow through with that obedience of going and being baptized because obviously he died. He is on the cross. But because he declared God or Christ God and, and put his faith and belief in him, he was with Christ in heaven that day. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think a lot of people are like, well, no, I, I've heard it both sides. Well, you have to be baptized to be saved. Well, especially in South Bend, the, it's there, true, a but it's not true. That believes that. Right. It's true, but it's not true. Okay. You don't need to be baptized to be saved because save the saving grace of God is a free gift. There's nothing right. we do to earn that. And is, is, is baptism a work that you're basically forcing God's hand right. to save you? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You and know? so, and so it's not that, but it is that at the same time, because it, it's that sanctification process. Remember why I said we can't really... You can't draw a dividing line to me like uh, there's justification and sanctification and the two shall never mix. Well, no, they're tied together. It's it's the same coin. It's Exactly. Right. It's the same coin. There's just two separate sides. Um, and, and Yeah, and the way I've always described it, because I remember I had a uh, couple teenagers. Teenagers always have the fun questions, you know? Right. They were like, okay, so I follow Jesus, Mark, but why do I need to be baptized? Like, right. like if I don't, if it doesn't save me, like there's, there are some teens who I've, who have come into our ministry and I've had long conversation with because that's what their church teaches is you know, repent and be baptized, make disciples and baptize, do this. And then they were baptized. So obviously right. they go hand in hand. You can't be a f- true Christian if you're haven't been baptized. Right. But why? But, but this is what I tell them is baptism is a outward confession of an inward transformation. Correct. Yes. You know, well, and it's, an, it's a it's public a, declaration. It is. It's, it's a, I hate to say it, but it's a symbol. It's a symbol of what's happening. Of course it is. It does not the save is also you. a symbol. Too. Right. The, the baptism itself does not do the saving. You are saved through grace. By grace, through faith. Mm-hmm. That's Christ that has chosen you. He's predestined you. He has saved you. You have done nothing to earn it. It's a right. free gift. But like John 14, 22 through 24 says, right? Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear in is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So again, Jesus is saying here to Judas, not Iscariot. You know, can we just like it? Actually, in the Bible says, um, "If you love me, by no, it's not a, it's not. I, I am not Judas Iscariot. Like, yeah, yeah. It feels bad that you have to differentiate yourself, but but either way, well, I mean, you got to figure. It, John's writing this. He's like he wants to distinguish. It's not Iscariot we're talking about, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ is saying, if you love me, if you truly have been transformed, you'll keep my commandments. My commandment is for you to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we don't just see it there. We see it in James 1, 22 through 25, mm-hmm. right? This is, a, this is a passage we've been going through as a church here at Southside. Right, yep. It says, be 
but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Actually, that's on our church sign. It is. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets, forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and per, uh, preserves being not hearer, but uh, I'm sorry, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will uh, be blessing in his. Or he will be blessed in his doing. So this is basically talking about. Listen, you can't just listen to the thing. You can't just listen to the sermon. You got to go and you got to obey you what Christ is it. saying. Walk and it. that's that sanctification process. This is where I'm saying. Yes, baptism is not just does nothing for justification, but it's everything in sanctification. It's the same coin, just a different side. And in next episode, we'll talk more about works and do our works even follow us into the grave, like right. afterlife? Do we? Uh, how how right. do the works work? With that's that? going to be a fun combo. But you know, uh, this is something I've thought about. Right. So back in New Testament times, I'm thinking specific New Testament times, when a Jewish person or a Gentile who was living in the Roman world. When they decide to follow Jesus, they were now saying, Caesar's not Lord, right. but Jesus is Lord, which was a capital offense. Right. And treason. It's treason because you literally are, because that's part of the Roman, but it Roman wasn't, belief. It wasn't just that way then either. It was that way in England and anywhere else where they had kings and queens were saying, hey, I'm Jesus is Lord. In fact, like, you know. He's my an, king. The, I don't the, listen to you. The original Anabaptists back in, the, back in Germany, the reformers, like Zwingli, they were killing the Anabaptists because right. they were saying, no, we believe that baptism is not supposed to be with a baby. The Bible does not even say that. So, you believe and then be baptized. So people were getting killed all the time for it. Let's rabbit trail into that. And, and I wanted to rabbit trail, before I even got into that, into the the, the Romans, where I, I feel like this is something that kind of solidified what the importance of baptism was, right? You can say to anything, whatever you want. You can, you can run right. your tongue as much as you want. Run your mouth, say what you want to do. But what happens when someone says, all right, put your money where your mouth is. You're going to step right. up and do something about it. And I feel like baptism also is one of those things. Because someone could just say, oh, yeah, I believe in Jesus. But it, it, people were not, as Christians, killed right. until they were baptized. Because the baptism was a public statement, a mm -hmm. portrayal of, I don't follow that guy. He's not right. my God. He's not my king. Jesus is Lord. And, you know, this this whole idea of baptism, this is where Protestants start to separate, too, of, okay, why do we, are we supposed to baptize adults? Are we supposed to baptize babies? And a lot of it comes out of the covenant theology where circumcision was a mark of a Israelite, but you were right. not a follower of Yahweh. You could be an Israelite, but not a follower of Yahweh. Right. And the same when people say, oh, you can be a part of the visible church that we can see and and, and see the, this is the, you tasted the heavenly fruit, or was it, you've seen the heavenly gifts, you tasted the heavenly fruit, you get the blessings of being in the community, but then you have to, after that, then choose to follow Jesus. But you're already part of the church, but then you follow Jesus later, so which I think muddies the gospel. Well, that, I really think it muddies the that's gospel. That's what our Catholic friends believe. Well, I mean, but they but believe even the Reformed, the Presbyterians, yep, the Lutherans, exactly, yeah. like and, all those and Reformed they, they kind of all believe they're a little bit separated by a, a few little finer points, but that's the majority of what right. they believe because the baptism is a sign of you're part of the community. physical community, right. but then you still have to put now they'll say, no baptism. Like so that puts let's, your faith. let's follow this rabbit trail, okay. right? Cause, Cause it's one faith, one baptism. So, so it's like, how does this well, work? Let's let's, Sorry, this is what I've been itching to get into. I know you, I told you, I said, well, we're gonna have to spend some time on this. Cause I know yep. he's going to want to talk about it. So let's get into it a little bit. So where do they get, get from like, you could 
uh, sprinkle a baby. Where, where do Catholics or you know do do this baptism as a as an infant as a small child into the church? So where do they get that from? Well, a, a lot of them get it from. Well, look at Cornelius and his household was saved. So there right, had to have been right. kids there, and there was other people who said them and their household was saved. And but that's supplemental. The biggest thing is the mark of the covenant. But so what they're using as as biblical scripture does not specifically say anything about children. Nope, it does not. So they're they're making an assumption. Because it says, and their household, they're like, well, there had to have been children. Well, how do you know? And e- even if there were children, maybe they were at an age of accountability where they understood what they were doing. They may not have been infant children. I mean, so to say, to to stake your biblical stance on an assumption, I think is is a grave mistake. Now, we see all sorts of scripture where it talks about um, looking and... Um, Basically, being at, at a spot where we see that what we are doing is wrong and that we're coming to God um, because of uh, recognizing the sin, right? And we don't even really come to God as we've talked about before. God kind God of, comes to us. God right. com- he predestines us and leads us into that decision. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yep. Um, but, you know, even when we look at the, the criminal on the cross, you know, he came and said, you know, uh, let's go back into it. Let me see here. Uh, he, he said to Jesus, remember me in your kingdom. He, well, let's go back. Uh, he said, do not fear God. Uh, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? condemnation? And we indeed justif- uh, justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds, right? So that's his confession. Hey, I'm receiving death because I deserve it. Mm-hmm. But this man has done nothing wrong, pointing to Christ. And he said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. This is where he's confessing him as Lord. Right? Hey, right, I'm confessing you as God. You're, it's your kingdom when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So right there was the salvation. So it was a conscious choice. I do not see, I do not see anywhere in Scripture where, I, uh, where there's babies making a conscious choice of confessing their sins as claiming Christ as Lord of all, mm-hmm. which is what we're supposed to do, right? Right. And, the, and look at the order of the Great Commission. It says, make disciples. Then you baptize. Right. It doesn't, you baptize right. and then make disciples. You make disciples right. and then you baptize. There's an order there. And, you know, I'm, I'm scrolling through just to make sure I don't misquote anything. But, the yeah, the biggest reason why these Reformed Church, specifically, you know, John Calvin, Zwingli, Luther, these, the, 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 the Protestant Reformation people, why they still did infant baptism, A, they all believed in the state church. So when you right. were baptized into the church, it baptized you into the nation. So it was right. also a way of... The, because all well, these people—that's part of it. It goes back to the Old Testament. Well, the, circumcision. Big, the circumcision. At eight, eight, eight days old, they were circumcised. But that was not a circumcision of hey, they're choosing to be a part of. That was part of the physical could, body of Israel. How many? How many times do we read stories of Israel not following God? So just because you're an Israelite of that time doesn't mean you're necessarily a follower of. And reform people will fully agree that like, yeah, you're right. Because you have to make you 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 have to make your calling sure and you have to and of course they would say, Well, you don't even put your like I have decided to follow Jesus. Yeah, reformers don't like that one. But (laughs) because they haven't decided another because they're five point (laughs) Calvinists. (laughs) Dang straight. But you know, with this infant baptism thing, Catholic Church specifically, it goes back to washing away original guilt and original sin. Right. And the fact of you can't follow Jesus until this is washed off because they believe in, in imparted righteousness where internally you are made whole. Right. Whereas for us, the Protestants, we're like, no, 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 no. 
we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Right. Make, we are called to be holy. We're being sanctified. We're being transformed into the image of his likeness. But when God sees us, he doesn't look at us and be like, oh, you're pure on the inside. Right. He sees us, and he sees us wearing the cloak of righteousness that Jesus handed us because the the, the blood washes our sins. Yeah. So when he sees us, he sees Jesus, not I, us standing there by ourselves. I always view it as like, this is just my weirdness. Is this like, Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I love like it you're sta- It's like you're standing behind Jesus. Right. But Jesus is kind of like translucent. So you're, he, God's looking at you through Jesus. Right. Like through a Jesus set of glasses or mm-hmm. something like that. And so he doesn't see what you were. Right. He sees what you are. Right. Because the water doesn't wash away original sin. The only thing that washes away original sin is the blood of Jesus. Right. And the Bible says that. It right. flat out says it. So I'm like, where are you guys getting this whole original sin thing from? Well, it's because of the Jewish people. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a cleansing ceremonial. But even that, they knew... Every year they had to go and sacrifice, sacrifice the lamb. Every year, right. I mean, it was it was a continual thing, and that's where Christ was a sacrifice for all, mm-hmm. for all sin throughout all time, throughout all history. He was the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice. So, so to bring it all together, I uh, to make sure we you know are clear, we don't believe that baptism is required for salvation, but it's the first act of obedience it's, that a Christian should make because that's the following Jesus's commands. But you're not supposed to get baptized as a baby. It shows you where your heart it is doesn't, at. Baptizing doesn't save you, but right. it shows you your commitment, and I want to follow right. I, and I think, Jesus. I think there's enough scriptural evidence. And if, if you want to know more, I suggest reading two books. Oh, right? two books. Two, okay. Two bu- well, two excerpts from books, okay. two okay. chapters and two books. So first of all, it's— uh, I'm going to put these in the show notes. I've always saved. Go check the show notes, but I— First of all, it's Wayne notes. Grudem, Systematic Theology. He has a, a wonderful— I love that one. Um, —chapter on on baptism, right? I, and I strongly I strongly agree um, his, with his stance on, on baptism. But the other one is Millard Erickson. Millard Erickson, yep. Uh, Christian Theology. He's also got a, another set of 30 or 40 pages on— on baptism in his Christian theology. And he breaks book. it down, not just like, hey, here's, oh. here's why you believe the process, but right. he breaks down the history. So both these know? guys bring out the scriptures, and they don't just bring out the scriptures for why, basically what Mark and I are saying here, but they also bring out the views of everybody else, of, of Catholicism and pro, uh, um, um, pres- Presbyterianism and um, Lutherism. And so, all, yeah, he, he they do all-encompassing, like, all the views, and then they give the scriptural evidence of why um, we basically look at justification, sanctification, and, and basically what Mark and I are saying. Yeah, and if you don't want to spend you know money or time trying to get the systematics, I'm going to include this uh, article because John Piper has a really cool one of yeah. how do circumcision and baptism correspond? And right. he goes into the infant baptism versus not what the purpose of baptism actually And I think is. there's a desiring God on baptism too. That oh, yeah, there's so, tons of them. But um, I always include this one in the show notes because yeah. I was reading through this one trying to get things together. So, um, But, you know, be, before we land the plane, I, I do want to give an illustration that I've, I've used many times. It was used... For me, when I was in school, it's been used. I, I, people probably know it's coming. I disagree for the following we'll reason. We'll see. <laughs> but, you know, I was, the way it was first explained to me of, okay, how does baptism actually, what does it symbolize? And, you know, someone once described it as a wedding ring, right? So does this wedding ring on my finger, this big old black thing, and yours is black and red, yours is silicone. Yeah, is this job. what makes us marry, though? No. Is this ring what? It's what, a symbol. It's a symbol to say, yes, I am married. And 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 I'm not ashamed to be married because what happens when people start having affairs or they go to the club or the bar and right. they want to, you know, have have a have a have a side chick or a side dude? They take the wedding ring off because when the wedding ring is off, 
it's supposed to be a sign that I'm available. But it's not you just know? a sign of wearing the wedding ring, right? No, there's a lot of it's symbolism the choice. in it. It's the choice of obedience to what this represents, and that's right. where it's, it's the at. reminder. It's, it's not just, oh, I, I'm baptized because I have to, and then now I can live whatever way I want. Mm-hmm. It's a conscious choice of, hey, I'm baptized in a public way, publicly, so people can see that I am declaring God and Jesus Christ as Lord of my life, and I will serve him. I will not just stand by and live my old life, Mm -hmm. but I am going to serve him and serve him with everything I have. I'm not going to live like the world. I'm going to go against the current. I'm going to live, I'm going to live counter cultural to, to what I'm used to, right? I'm not going to, I will stand out. I will be the salt and the light of the earth, which if you know anything about salt, it stands out in food and light obviously stands out in darkness. So these are the things that as Christians we are called to do. And I'm not saying, okay, go get a soapbox and stand and start with start a megaphone. Going, right. But I'm saying your actions, how you speak, how you carry yourself, these things portray who you are and who you serve to the world. I like it. I like it. And, you know, in the same way that, like, like you said, with the wedding band, you know, that's supposed to be a reminder to us of who are you married to. Right. Baptism is supposed to be that reminder, both a declaration to the church family to the entire world into yourself of I've chosen this path. I've chosen this one and I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to live for Jesus. And right. uh, I mean, could, could the Holy spirit work inside of someone who's never been baptized before? Uh, we're not going to put God in a box. We've always said that we ain't going to put God in a box, right. but every time in the scriptures, even Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, we didn't bring him up. He's like, I want to be saved. What do I do now? And, and, and he's like, well, let's get baptized. And the dude's like, well, there's water over there. Right. And it's the fact of, baptism is such a huge sign and it's a gift and you know it doesn't seal us it doesn't make us perfect it doesn't it doesn't actually wash away our sin no but but jesus does but it's it's part of active obedience and following exactly and i and i would encourage if you've never been baptized and you're listening to this right now um contact your your church that you're going to talk to them about it uh it's Though it's not required for salvation, it is important. It's an important act of obedience, like we've been saying. It's it's that first step that we really should make of saying, "No, Lord, I'm going to proclaim you as Lord of my life to everyone." And then not only that, but that community that surrounds you goes, "Hey, I'm going to make sure that this brother not only stays not part strong, of the but I'm I'm going to also encourage them um, through their walk and help them through their walk." It's that it's that making known that you are one of them. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. So, And I know at the end of this, people are going to have disagreements. They're going to have opinions or whatever. And guys, we want to hear them. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say. So just like always, Instagram in the comments, Facebook in the comments, YouTube in the comments, send us emails. We're not great about texting and phone calls because it's we just te- hard. We, we do our, We do the best we, we can. We, we do. do the best we can. Let's, I mean, let's let's be real. We both got jobs. And seven kids. And so, it. well, I have three. But uh, <laughs> it's not always the most convenient for us to answer the phone but we call. Do the but best we listen. We, can. we listen to the message. Uh, text if you're going to do that. Text is the best way because then when we have a chance, we we always text back mm-hmm. when we have. You're a, chance. a lot better at texting back. Than I, I am. am. I try to stay up on everything, but uh, it may not. I be. live in Instagram. That's where I live. I talk to all my. people I do on pretty Instagram. good on Facebook and and text. I, I'm okay on Instagram. I'm not like per- you're. We're better. getting you there. You're, you're We're better. I'm you working there. on it. I'm working on We're it. We're getting you there. But either way, we would love to continue the conversation, guys. So let's keep it going. Let's keep the conversations happening. And yeah, we're all about real talk, my friend. Of course. Fun facts with Philly. <laughs>
How can you not be happy after that? <laughs> How could you not? Well, dude, why don't you make us happy to end this episode, my All dude? Right. What you got for Th- us? This is truly just a fun fact. It's not even like it's a truly just a fun fact. It's not a hilarious fact. It's just a, it's like a fun fact. Okay, what you got for us? So did you know, Mark, the pressure in the deepest part of the ocean is over eight tons per square inch? Wait, inch? Over eight tons per square inch, <laughs> sixteen thousand pounds over Holy a square inch, crap. which is equivalent to having fifty jumbo jets piled on top of you. That's the deepest part um, of the ocean, and don't tell me there's not a god. <laughs> like, you know, whenever I hear that sort of stuff, I always think to myself, don't "How do they measure that?" Well, they got. I, I know they got probes, but still, they got technology. That can I do mean, it. the but fact that we haven't even explored all, you have to all do, this. You all know? you have to do is you have to go down a certain depth, and you can measure the pressure from there, and then you just let it go. You just magnify it from there, and just be like, "Well, if the ocean is this deep, then it's and we're still be exploring stuff down there, dude. It is unreal. It's, it's crazy. But that's what a lurks good. In the deep. That's a solid fun fact. That's a fun. Like fact. that's just one where you're like, "These part of the ocean, Dad. You know, it's that's like, a that's a coffee social fun fact. That right is there. a coffee. Like, hey, did you know? <laughs> like that's one of those where you see whip out your butt one of those nights. Just be like, hey. Did you, I got work. Just like, hey, I was listening to a podcast, and I learned this. What have you learned over yeah. the weekend? Yeah, like, that would be what, pretty what sweet. <laughs> but just like always, guys, we are so, so thankful that you guys have stuck with us. Some of y'all since the beginning, yeah. getting close to the episode 100. We'll have some fun stuff for you guys for that episode. But just like always, hit us up at realtalkchristianpodcast.com. We have made that the central that's our central epicenter hub. of everywhere. Yeah. You can get to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email, and text all, all of from our, there. All of our uh, episodes, our show notes, everything, everything merch store. is there. And people have asked about show notes. Yeah. You just go to the website. We have a list of every single episode. You click the episode you want, and right. boop, there's show notes. I'm sorry if I miss things. It's all right. Crap happens. It's all right. Stuff You're happens. still better at it than I am. <laughs> I, I, I try my best, friend. But, dude, I just want to say I love you, bro. Love you too, I haven't said that in a while, but I love you, man. And we love you, listener, too, guys. So until next time, take it easy.